G'day and welcome to Occupied, your fortnightly podcast for all things occupation and occupational therapy. Today, I have a very unique episode. A little while ago on Instagram, I came across a story of two siblings. Uh, This is Dexter and Whitney. Now, they have an extremely unique story in that up until a bit under 12 months ago, they didn't know that each other existed. So, Whitney's an occupational therapist. Dexter has a diagnosis of cerebral palsy. And what I wanted to do is get them on and and hear their story about their extremely unique story about how they met, how they've integrated into each other's lives. These two guys get along like a house on fire. Uh, It has been absolutely, completely entertaining uh, getting to know them in organizing and putting this podcast together uh, and hearing their unique perspective of each other and how their lives have changed since finding out and getting to know each other is something that's really unique and really, really interesting. So I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I do. And I am a first year occupational therapist. And so my life's been kind of crazy for a while. You know, I'm married, I have two kids, and I did OT school. And so like adult life, I kind of hit the ground running. You know, I just turned, well, I didn't just turn 30, but I'm 30. So we've been busy. And things kind of quieted down finally after I got my job this year by my out of OT school job and we kind of settled into a new area and I decided that it would be a good time to um, unravel some personal stuff Uh, I'm adopted and I thought you know I had the money for a DNA test I things are kind of settled now I have like mental time and attention now that I'm not in school to, to figure some of these things out so I can get the DNA test done and, and um, try to find some of my biological family. Um, I have had contact with uh, my birth mother's side of the family, but I never, there was never any contact w- with my birth father's side. There, were, there was never any way to like, figure that out. So I got a DNA test done and got the results back. And I got a lot of times when you get one of those done, they kind of tell you like, well, you know, you can kind of piece together things from like first or third cousins and kind of work your way out and and figure out your family tree. I got really lucky. I had close family matches on my paternal side. Um, when I got that, that test back, our, uh, Dexter and my, um, our aunt and our grandmother had done one of those ancestry tests. And so I found them very quickly. And so I got the test back on a Sunday um, made contact with them that with our aunt that same day, uh, talked to my biological father the next day. Um, then I flew out to uh, home to, for Christmas. It was right before Christmas. And um, our dad kind of took some time to tell people, you know, on his own time. And he told Dexter first. Um, so then... I don't know how relevant all of this is, but so I talked to Dexter on a Thursday, Thursday before Christmas last year. Um, 
And that was the first time you'd ever even were aware of each other. Correct. Uh, I know on my end when we when before, cause I, uh, you know, our dad he 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 lives out of state from me. Um, so and it's around Christmas, and he like he's like, hey, he said, uh, can you keep a secret? And I'm thinking like, oh, he's gonna sneak <laughs> home and steal. And uh, like it's gonna be cool. He's like, I'm like, yeah, sure, shoot. And uh, he's like, well, you have a sister. And I'm like, what? No, no way. Well, like I thought he was messing. I purely, honestly, I thought it was a joke. I thought he was messing with me. I was like, no way. He's like, yeah, she's 30. She lives in New Mexico. I'm like, I'm like trying to like, and while he, while he's telling me all this, I'm like trying to Facebook, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out like, okay, this is you frantically typing. <laughs> searching on Facebook, there's no like you're kidding. Um, he said, yeah, she's she's 30. I think I even asked her. I think I even asked him. I was like, does she have our last name? Which I knew wasn't. But like for some reason, my brain didn't like it. For, it, did, it just didn't click. I was like, I got to figure this out. And uh, but he's like, yeah, she. Uh, what did he say? She she's really interested in meeting you. Um, is it okay if I give her a number? I was like, heck yes. Why haven't you done this? Or like, so yeah. So um, she ended up touching base with me that night. I'd actually, we actually, I'd went to a movie with my aunt and uh, one of my cousins to go see a movie. And uh, so she, she texted me during that movie and like, we spent the entire, like that entire movie. I was texting her, my aunt, like, cause I, I, we were still rolling it out to everybody. So we hadn't said anything to everybody. And uh, my aunt's like trying to mess with, she's like, get off that phone and watch this movie. I was like, yeah, no, no, I'm not going to do that. And, uh, the rest is history. Uh, first I guess. time we talked, or when we first started texting, I was yeah, I was in, I was back home, and I was with my school friends. Um, I had gone to dinner with like some of my my friends from school, and um, so I told them all at the party because uh, I didn't care. I don't like it wasn't a secret on my side; it was more on his side. But so I, I told all of them what was going on, and um. It was, it was exciting. It was like, I don't know. It was like, a, it was like our first little like class reunion, you know, from OT school. And then I was having like this really cool thing going on. And then my other friend told us all she was pregnant. So that was cool too. You know, that's a different, that's a different new family member. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, it was, it was a lot of, it was, I don't know, a lot. That's all I can really say. It was a lot. So what, what was your first, um, what was your first thought around when you like, when you found out you had a a brother like what was your like excitement or scared or like what was your first sort of reaction to hearing that news i honestly never thought it was possible which is dumb but i knew that um by you know and i have i have siblings that i grew up with i have a brother and a sister that i grew up with and and we're we're pretty close um i never thought it was it never occurred to me that i could have a biological sibling ever and then um, um, when I, and so then I was like looking through Facebook and this and kind of like scrolling through Dexter's stuff. And I was like, look at this dweeb. I was just like, look at these pictures, look at this stuff. And then I realized that I already thought of him as my brother. <laughs> I was like, look at, look at this ridiculous. 
And then I took, you know, I have, I have another brother and I kind of took that as my frame of reference. Um, I, you know, I have a, I have a younger brother that's 10 years younger than me. And I took him as a frame of reference. I was like, okay, well, you know, he's, he's, you know, like popular and he's into these kind of things. My brother does rodeo, which is very America, I guess. He's a, he does, uh, he was in high school rodeo and he did all the, and I, and he's a certain type of person. Um, he can be kind of ornery, but in a lovable way. And I pick on him too, uh, you know, and so I know how to be a sibling, right? But um, I had taken my context with, with him and when coming into like having conversations with Dexter and stuff like that, it wasn't the same. Uh, he's not the same brother. Um, so, and I don't, you know, in, in hindsight, like that's not, why would he be, right? But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, that was definitely what I what I tried to do at first. I was like, well, and I, I think that's just kind of human nature, right? You're like, okay, well, I have some frame of reference for how to uh, what a brother is like, and you try to kind of apply things over, and it wasn't the same at all. So, <laughs> what what about you? Some Dex? things are the teasing is, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, you're right. What about you, Dex? Uh, what was your sort of first? Obviously, uh, you didn't believe it when you very like the moment that you first heard it, but what was your feelings around hearing that you had a sister out there um the 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 best way i know how to describe it is kind of just blown away i was um kind of in shock a little bit i mean it was i mean i was excited but it was like and uh on some level i i just thought you know like it's you know um it's going to be so cool to just kind of bring her in and, and, you know, help her get to know everybody and kind of be there. Um, you know, I was, I, I honestly, um, I was excited to get to know her, but I didn't, I, as far as it being as close as we are and as, as, as good of friends as we turned out to be, I, I had no frame of reference, but I was super excited and nervous. And I just want to make sure everything turned out right for her. It was, yeah, because I think I like seeing it. you guys interact, and we've obviously we had a group chat for a little while, and hearing you guys banter, it, it strikes me that it's really kind of amazing that you guys have really only known each other like a year, because you you seem so comfortable, and you're constantly taking the piss out of each other, and it's all laughs and fun and games and it's it's quite entertaining for me anyway sitting as like the observer watching you two <laughs> converse but it, it seems like you've kind of it's, it doesn't seem like it's only been a year well it hasn't even it's not even quite a year yet is it not quite a year so what how how did life change once once this you know this big news obviously in the last year it's it's been i i get the feeling that seeing how you guys interact and how you are and it's been less than a year that things have moved quite fast with building a relationship and i guess incorporating each other into into your respective lives and that kind of stuff like how what sort of things have changed how has life changed for you both deep question on it first time so um we texted all night and then i didn't get back to my hotel room until late that first night and um we talked on the phone after my 
family had gone to bed and um uh there was a lot that we talked about that first conversation i think we were both really nervous um and he asked me the same thing he asked me you know how do you feel about having another brother you know and i don't remember exactly what i said but i said something along the lines of well you know i have i have my two siblings um i love them both a lot they're very they're very close with one another um, and we're close, either close with me in a different way, uh, but they're very similar as people. Uh, they're, and they're related to one another. They're my, my parents' kids. And then, um, and then I, I, I kind of lost my train of thought, I think. And I said something like, have you ever just felt like you were the only one? Or have you ever just felt like, you know, like as a kid that you were just the only one who like thought the way that you did or you know, the only one who who worked through things the way that you did. Um, Do you ever feel like you were like by yourself? Were you on your, you know, kind of on your own in that way? Um, and what did you say? I, I said, I couldn't, it took, it really took me back. That really shocked me. That was the moment at which like, um, everything we've been talking about, it's like, oh yeah. But that was the moment at which like, I knew I was like, okay, this is, this is going to be something different. Um, because I, I'd always felt that way, but I'd never said anything like that out loud. And that's, that's what I said. I was like, yeah, but I've never, I've never actually, like, I've had that thought, I, I, you know, a million times, but I'd never voiced that thought at all ever in my life. So it was really weird to hear that come out of my mouth and for her to just know it. So that was like, yeah, for me, yeah. that was like, what? Like, so do you, you think, so Dex, um, like Whitney was saying, like she went through OT school and she had all this stuff going on before she could do the test. Like what, what was, what were you up to in your life and how did that change once you, you found out about Whitney? Um, well, I, you know, I was helping at my church. I was, um, I, you know, I was, kind of just doing whatever I could around that and um you know looking for work and stuff just doing all whatever I could get get my hands on uh you know looking around at different jobs around here and uh I think mainly my stuff is just you know mindset stuff and a lot of yeah, yeah. a lot of things shifted but it wasn't you know as far as no that's cool just, so mind, mindset-wise, what sort of stuff were you thinking had changed? Um, finding out that uh, finding out that um, you're not the only one that thinks the way you do. That's probably the biggest thing. And uh, realizing because <laughs> uh, I mean with 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 um with our family like all all of my family down here whether you know my mom's side my 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 dad that raised me um you know all like all of them are real like they're real real country real real kind of like they're real you know grassroots kind of people and and I'm a huge nerd <laughs> I I'm a huge I'm Star Wars Star Trek um and I remember always thinking, I was like, where did I even get this? Because this makes no sense. 
Like nobody, like I start talking about some of this stuff with with our with our folks, and it'd be like they just kind of yep, look yep. at me like, yeah, uh huh, uh huh. And then, then you know, meet women. She's like, oh, do you ever do you ever have you ever watched Star Trek? Do you ever? And I'm like, yeah. Where? How did? How did that? Like, had you know? So now now we joke about it, and I'm like, I don't know where I got this. She's like, you got it from me, even if you didn't know it. Stuff like that, just yeah, kind of crazy. He's not like that. <laughs> our, so did, our, did you did you find the same tie, thing? He's not like that. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, good job. So did, did you about, uh, obviously like all that nerdy type stuff as well? Who me? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I'm a big nerd. Uh, but our 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 biological dad, he's not like that. Maybe deep down. He's a he he's into science. I think he's nerdy in that way. He's into yep. um his his environmental science stuff that he is very passionate about um in conservancy and his uh um biology that types of stuff. I mean, he has his, he has his own nerdy passion, I think, but he keeps it he keeps it uh, under wraps. <laughs> keeps it. But uh, what about I mean, I think there's been a lot of mind shift stuff too decks with uh just some of the some of the OT stuff, like your like how you view yourself or um, how you view some of the uh, some of the logistical issues you have in your life, those types of things, like some of the CP stuff. I think you have a different perspective on as well. What do you think? Yeah, that's a good um, that's a good point. I didn't think about that, but that's another um, that's been a major shift. It's because. A lot of times with with uh, CP and, and and other things too, but I can only reference what I have. So um, a lot of things I would do like uh, would be attributed to oh that's that's just a CP thing or like um, I I'm the world's worst. Like I'll I'll be looking for something and if it's right in front of my face, I will not see it. I will not like I just I just miss it completely and. Uh, and nobody ever said that. Nobody's like, well, that's just, that's just Dexter. That's just CP thing. Um, nobody actually said that, but it was kind of the, the accepted norm. And then, uh, you, you meet this other person that has all these, these same weird little quirks that you have, like forgetting stuff. And, uh, but, um, so that's, that's another thing that this whole thing has shifted for me is that to realize that a lot of this that's been attributed to this is not necessarily what it is. Just how so that, uh, what Whitney just, uh, said before is something that, so you've got a diagnosis of CP. Yeah. So how yeah. has, how has, uh, how do I word that? Has how you've managed anything with regards to that changed? Um, obviously Whitney's got a, a profession under her belt that works in that sort of health arena. Has she been able to, to help or change how you do anything with regards to, you know, any symptoms or the diagnosis that you, you currently have? Not, not yep. necessarily diagnosis as far as like how to manage, um, any, like, cause I, like, I just, um, as far as, but like different skills I've, I've always wanted to do. There's certain things I've always wanted to do, like, um, cooking and just mm-hmm. figuring out like, like life yep. stuff that, uh, 
that like I've always wanted to do, but I've always kind of like been worried that it wouldn't like I wouldn't be able to do it or that it's too dangerous or maybe I'm pushing myself too far. And, uh, you know, she, that was another thing where she was like, the minute she came in, she was just like, I'm, I'm on board. We're, you know, if you, you know, you want to learn these things, let's go, let's just do it. Um, so I've, I've learned a lot of new skills. I've, I've grown tremendously as a person and, uh, um, it's just, it's, it's shifted a lot of dynamics. It's hard to get into, get into that with, without it, you know, touching so many yeah, other, yeah, yeah. other things, you know, um, but it's, it's, it's really cool. Um, and it, a lot of it, um, which I think even if she wasn't an OT, I think she would, she would still be gung ho to help me out. But I think, you know, her having that OT background just is like, um, it was just crazy how, how fortunate we were. Um, and even, even in the logistical side of it, like when we're learning these skills, it's so cool to see, um, it was like when we're try- trying to fi- figure out logistics part of it, like, um, we'll be talking and, and, and she just kind of, she just kind of gets where my brain, like how my brain works. So she's like, you see it this and you want to do it this way. And she just works it out. And it's like, Oh, that's exactly what, that's exactly what I was trying to say. And that's, so that's another thing where that. So Whitney, where was, I guess putting your OT skill set to work uh, to help Dex was that like a deliberate thing, or is it just something that happened in the course of getting to know him, or how did that kind of come about? Well, I don't know. Um, for me, occupational therapy, like it's—is it the chicken or the egg? Right? Like, am I like? I think he's right. I think, I think I would help. Like, that's just the type of person that I am. I want to help you out with stuff. I want, I'm the type of person that is interested in, in looking at people's goals and, and helping them get there. Was I like that before I was a therapist? Yeah. You know, and that's, that's, I think, I think I'm more like that now that I am a therapist and it's like, uh, that's probably why I went into therapy. Right. Like I, like I'm interested in, in helping people achieve things, um, helping people figure things out. Um, so, uh, I really get uncomfortable with the idea that uh, I clinicized him or something or therapized, therapized my brother. I think, and, and for me, like initially I ran into a lot of, uh, worry, uh, about like, like colliding those roles, um, colliding that professional role with, uh, with the family role. I wasn't really sure how to navigate all that. Um, and, it, and it's, it's settled. Like, I think it's settled in a good place. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of, like, had a lot of, uh, anxiety or a lot of, uh, I don't know, unease or, uh, you know, unsureness about myself initially. Um, but yeah, I mean, Dexter came out and visited. He stayed here for about a month. Um, I would like to say that we, like, hit things really hard and did everything, but we did not. No, we mostly fooled around most of the month. Like, we mostly just, uh, went and visited places and, had fun and you know it was in the summer and just spent time to, together you know him with my family and getting to know one another i would like to, i would like to say we did 11 tons of therapy in july when you were here but i know we did not we did we did a, we did some though we did some and we got started on things but um i think a lot of it was just um was just uh 
just just not not shutting a door before we even open it, I think has been the biggest difference. Like we can figure that out. There's no reason you can't do that. Um, there's no reason you can't learn to do that if you're if that's important to you. I don't think there's any reason uh, that you couldn't learn how. Yeah. Um, there's no reason you couldn't do a version of that. You know, um, there's ways to be more independent with uh, a lot of these things. So um, I forgot what the question was, but. <laughs> In conclusion, like, uh, I don't know if it was, yeah, I mean, I would, I would help anybody out. Um, and, and it's, well, that whole thing's eerie. I mean, I think it's very eerie. So just because that's something that I've toyed with a little bit throughout my career as well, is how to separate that clinical role from a family role and that kind of stuff. How did you manage to do that? Or, or have you managed to do that? Is it something you're still toying with? Like how does, how does one go about that? Because I think it doesn't matter what health profession you're in or whoever it is, like you're always, like you, especially me, not especially me, but I know in my experience working in mental health, like you have friends and family and they all want you to, you know, give advice and help with different things at different times. And it's like, well, how? Because I'm definitely not the best at it. Um, so I'm definitely keen to hear like, what you think about how therapists might be able to do that better. I don't, like manage, it is, it's tough. And I think, I, think a lot of, I think a lot of therapists go into the profession, right, to, to help others. Or, and also, I think, I think a fair amount of people have, have a connection. Um, and most people do have a connection with, with some sort of disability or, or mental illness or whatever, like, you know, it's, that's, that's a minority group that, that grows every year, right? Like as you progress through your life course, you're going to know more people that become disabled. You're going to know more people, you know? Um, so for me, it's the, the weird thing has been to be the clinician, to be the clinician before I had the brother has been weird that's been the weirdest thing um and i work i've worked with uh not dexter but i've I've worked professionally with um a lot of people with a lot of different types of disabilities for many many years probably 10 years um even before i was an ot right i, I worked in group homes and stuff like that um do i have any advice well, don't worry about it so much um <laughs> He didn't, he didn't ask me. That's, that's a difference. He didn't ask me. He wasn't like, Hey, can you help me do all this stuff? I need, you know, like that's, he didn't ask. So he wasn't like pushing on me or anything like that. Um, if anything, I think I badgered you more about Like, I was like, Hey, I'll help you with these things. You're like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm cool. <laughs> I, uh, well, I think for me, it wasn't necessarily that I wasn't open to the help. I think it was just, uh, for me, um, like I thought it was cool when she was an OT, but I think uh, establishing the fact that like you're my sister and we're family, uh, that was the first priority. You know, um, the the OT stuff it's really cool and it's you know came came in handy, but I I, I think my first priority with, with it was just uh, you know make sure that she knows like um, we're we're family right. first. I guess that would probably be the advice. Um, your family first, make sure that you're prioritizing that part of the relationship first. You know, if your if your new brother comes out and visits you for a month, maybe horse around and have fun and get to know one another and don't don't pound down on therapy for, you know, don't like maximize your therapy goals or anything like that. 
Um, <laughs> and yeah, with, with friends and family who you can help. I've been in that situation before too. Like just, just with, um, I don't know. Sometimes you notice that like, like you have kids in, not in my immediate family, but you know, like if you've done some pediatrics and you're like, Oh, that kid, that looks what are that kids up to over there? you know like you kind yeah, of yeah. notice stuff as a therapist and you, you get into it and you're like what well, is it my place to say something or is it my place to um to comment on that uh and it can be really hard i would say i would say probably maintaining the family relationship first and foremost is where you're you're if you're gonna err on on one side it's got to be on that side um and that was hard for me i didn't realize how different being a family member is from being because I, I really feel I don't know I feel like I'm pretty egalitarian as a therapist I, I don't try to create a lot of space between me and the people that I work with um but that's not the same as as being family with somebody um and it sounds dumb but like I really had to learn that there was a difference there and I would especially early on Dexter I think I would, like I would tell you I'd be like I don't, I'm look I'm doing the th- I'm doing therapy stuff I'm being a clinician instead of, you know and I would have to like real like no, we're not we're not doing that right now like like it's it can be hard to turn that OT brain off but and it doesn't really turn off but like we're not that's that we're not evaluating everything right now we're not we're we're just being present or we're just um you know it's not like we have you know what I'm saying do you remember that Dex do you remember when I'd always say stuff like that I think um, for me on mine, I think you worried about that more than I did because uh, I, I've, you know, I I don't have a ton of experience with a lot of OTs, but there I've had, uh, like anybody, I've had good OTs and bad OTs. Um, and I think there's a difference when you go into that mode and you're evaluating uh, the situation. I think that's fine. But I think the, the at least for me, the difference was that, uh, it's it's when they would uh they would go from evaluation to telling like wanting to fight with me about and 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 i get i get that your guys job is to push people beyond what they think their limits are sometimes um and it's it's a key skill to know like where the limit is and whether if somebody's not going to try they just don't have the ability I, i get but i've um you know, uh, especially, especially like, you know, and I'm sure it still happens. It, it happens, um, older you get, but I know, especially when I was younger, I would try to explain stuff and it was, it was almost like, um, because, because they had been doing it for so long. It's like, they knew it's like, well, you can, and I'm like, no, I've tried. I like, I promise you I'm not trying, but, um, that was the only thing I, you know, as far as on, on that end, as far as the professional bit, that that I, I would have wanted out, but that wasn't a concern that I had with, with, uh, with us. I think she worried more about the, uh, the, um, evaluation side of, cause I wouldn't even realize what was going on. She'd be like, hold up, wait a minute. Like I got this going on. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Yep, yep. It's all good. I think that's, that's probably something that I would assume would be fairly common among like in that sort of dynamic of uh therapist and family member that it probably quite often is the therapist that worries about that sort of stuff more but i think that's partly because 
that's what we're trained to <laughs> like we're trained to worry about that kind of stuff um but i think what you what you said before whitney i think that's a really important uh thing to take out of it is prioritizing the role so prioritizing the family role above the therapy role uh likewise i think it's it could be difficult for some people because uh we're we're almost trained to do the opposite in our work where yeah you can get along with people really well etc but ethically and code of conduct and all that sort of stuff like we're trained to put the therapy role above friendship role and that kind of relationship so it's almost a complete opposite same process i guess of prioritizing a role but almost the complete opposite when it is uh, dealing with uh, requests or you know helping out family members and that kind of thing um, but well, I, think, I would say, I mean, and you, I think your, I think your ethical responsibilities still come in. What I mean by that is like, you have to look at like, instead of just looking at like, oh, how much could I help this person or whatever? How much, you know, how much benefit could they get out of me doing therapy with them or, you know, doing therapy type stuff with them versus what's the potential for that to damage our relationship or make it so things are weird or you always have to, you have to err on the side of like, I have to maintain my family, my family relationship first not to do anything unethical or anything like that, but, you know, is it, you know, is it going to cause a, you just have to really main, you know, to prioritize that over. And if that means that you won't help them out, then that's what you say, you know, like, well, you know, I think that it's putting me in a weird situation to ask me about stuff like this when it's more clinical than, and I'm your, I'm your, you know, I'm related to you this way. And so I think you should go, I can, you know, maybe I can recommend you to somebody or something like that that can really, key into things a lot better you know yeah, and that yeah. might be maintaining a good boundary and prioritizing your family relationship without uh jeopardizing your ethics or anything like that yeah yeah for sure but i didn't mean like jeopard oh wait up i'm muted tried to talk and i was on you <laughs> no i didn't mean i didn't mean <laughs> I like, like oh no <laughs> yeah nice. oh, it's me and audio issues today apparently it's gonna be the day for it um yeah, I meant more like, I guess, ethically, you have like, uh, in practice, we have um, duty of care and you have responsibility to abide by code of conduct. And that's like employer responsibilities and that kind of stuff, which you don't necessarily have to take. Obviously, you don't want to be doing unethical stuff with family members as well. But, yeah, no. <laughs> um, but there's less, I guess, probably less institutional structure around uh from a clinical point of view around that relationship as there would be at a workplace obviously unless you work for yourself then that's a whole nother ball game but no it's interesting it's it's definitely interesting so uh, you guys have started a, a joint instagram account as well what's the what's the the mission that you guys are trying to to get out there or what's the the purpose Um, you want me to go? Well, first of all, first of all, Dexter and I, like, there's a, there's a big planning component to our, to how we interact. Like we're always, we, we planned a lot this year. We, I went to Florida. He went back home with me to Utah. Um, I planned it. I've been to Florida again. That's weird. He came out here. 
Um, so it was always about planning the next step. Um, what are we doing next? We're both kind of like that where we want to, it's like, I, I, like I, I'm, I like to move forward. Um, what are we doing? And we kind of got to a point where there wasn't really anything to plan. <laughs> uh, and I like, it, we, it, like I needed, I, I felt like, I was like, we, we gotta, I, you know, we have such a good collaborative um, thing going on. Like, I would really like to find something else to, uh, to plan and to collaborate on. Cause it's, it's, I think it's very rewarding for us both. Um, and so I think that was, that was the main reason that we started the account when we did, we probably would have eventually anyway, something. Um, I think, what's the mission? I think the mission is to um, reach across dividing lines between different communities and uh, try to create mutual space where we can learn from one another. Um, that having been said, it is kind of, that account is kind of a hodgepodge of like a million, it's like a lot of different themes in it uh, that are personal to all of us. But that would, I guess that would be the mission. What do you think, Dexter? I think uh, for me, and I think I've said this before, I think for me, the way I look at it is um, the dynamic that that we we have with her being an OT and me, me being somebody that's experienced or been a patient in occupational therapy, I, I think um, it, it, it's what, you know, we, we, talked about, we talked about the struggle of... Um, of her trying to find the balance between the OT and the sister um, side of it. Uh, but I think, it, you know, having both sides of that, we have, there's, there's a level of, um, of equality w with, with how we work that I think, I think everybody, um, I think everybody can benefit from that. Just, um, not just, uh, you know, not, not just siblings that happen to have, you know, disabilities or whatever, but like, um, I think, I think sometimes, and, and I think I alluded to it a little bit earlier when, um, I think, um, you, you make your own job harder as an OT when you don't give the other person a voice. And, and I think, um, being in this specific circumstance gives a unique perspective on on and, and a unique limit to to being able to give give me a voice and, and give Whitney the ability to um to look at those things on the ground in a way that you that, don't get I, those places. That's I couldn't have even imagined it being said any better. Uh, I think you're absolutely bang on, and that's one of the things that I I really was attracted to. I guess your story for for both of you was more the, and again I kind of sort of hinted at it earlier on is the the dynamic that you two have after such a short period of time, given you know the the different backgrounds and like you said in your Instagram. Uh, account talks about the your thoughts on disability ot adoption family etc there's a whole range of different factors that have well on paper would make you two guys so completely different yet when you see you guys interact 
you are quite similar. <laughs> and I think you're, you're 100% right in that giving, giving people that we work with a voice is something that our profession needs to do way better, way, way better. And I think that, I think from in terms of an inst, like a, a way of doing that, your Instagram account, which is tied underscore together, which I suspect might be two underscores. It's two underscores. Two underscores. One underscore was taken. Because there's two of you. Let's run with that. <laughs> yeah. That's One underscore really- each. So tied two underscores together. Um, yeah, it gives a really good perspective of, uh, I guess, uh, like the professor, the OT side of things, and then the someone who's used OT before, uh, or even health services in general before. Um, it gives a really good, uh, I guess, overview of that stuff and some of the the posts and the like, your pros and cons to different things, and even just your story being out there in a couple of the posts, I, I found it extremely engaging, and I think it's something that a lot of people should be seeking, not just from your story, but from like whoever you OTs work with, try and listen more, I think. Give a voice to those people that you work with, whether it's you know older persons or you work in pediatrics, or you work in, you know, acute stroke ward or whatever it is, give a voice because one, it like Dexter was saying before, like it, it, it's quite empowering and it will make you a better therapist for one because you actually kind of understand better. But it's going to build a better relationship with the individuals that you're actually helping with that voice. Um. And I guess from an OT point of view, if you're not aiming to always be a better therapist, then what are you doing? Like there should be no reason why people just stop wanting to be a better therapist. And this is something that I think is really accessible to everyone. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to go out and start an Instagram account, but actually listening and getting to know people's stories is the first step, I, I think, from my perspective anyway. I couldn't agree more. Um, I think, and I learned like I think just as a, even as a, just a new graduate, I learned a lot this year. And then just I like God, this ex, the the experience that this is it's just been invaluable. And it's not necessarily like I've gained a lot of it's the more of those soft skills that you talk about. I've I've gained a lot of soft skills in therapy. Um, with this experience, I think, uh, I, especially we would, we would try to do stuff together. And initially I would think that I needed to have like all the answers. Um, we would be trying to figure stuff out. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like, I gotta, like, I gotta look at, you know, I gotta look at the, I gotta look at how the environment's set up and I gotta look at how his hands are working. And I gotta look at this and I gotta look at this and I gotta do it. And, and, and then I gotta tell him what the answer is. Like, I, you know, like that's, that's, you know, like I'm the bot, like I'm supposed to be the, I'm supposed to know, I'm supposed to know, you know, and I think as, I think a new therapist, especially can get caught up in like those types of thoughts. Like, oh Very my gosh, much, like yep. um, no, like, I don't know. Okay. Like, I don't know. Why don't you, Dexter, why don't you tell me how you would do, 
tell me how your hands work. Like, why don't you just show me what is possible here instead of me just like having a freak out about literally something so dumb, you know? And and why don't why don't I let you take the lead and I can like bring in support, right? Like, I can't tell you better than you. Why why would I why would I do that? That's stupid. Like, way to be Whitney. That's a, that's not the right approach. And like, I really didn't understand. I don't know. And that's a new, I think that's a new graduate thing, especially, but I think, I think older therapists, just like you talked about Dexter can kind of be like, well, I just know, you know, I know what's best. I know what you can, you know, I I've seen, I've seen, I've seen hundreds like you or whatever I've seen, but you've never, I've never worked with you. Right. And you should always be letting the per, and, and I think uh, in mental health, that can be a really big one too. Like whether the, what the person's motivated by and what the person is, uh, what the person perceives of themselves, you know, is a huge component in mental health and, in, and, in, and therefore in any, in any setting, um, and, and what they've been empowered to do if they've been given a seat at their own table, uh, has been a bit like, that's, that's like, should be key. And that is foundational. If that's not there, then you're not doing your job the right way. Um, I will say, I think that, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's uh, nothing about this situation is normal. I guess I don't know. I don't know if most people <laughs> would would click in and 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 gain a relationship in a year. I will say it's definitely it's definitely a biological tie. Um, like uh, we just kind of got lucky there. I think that we were able to just kind of like it was like honestly it was like picking up it was like picking up a, a strand that you just didn't notice was there. Um, picking picking up a relationship that you should have that should have been there the whole time was really how it felt um something that was pre-existing but you just never met the person before um, which is really it's hard to explain and i think most people uh, it's hard to it would be hard to understand what that would be like unless you had lived it but um and then i will say uh i think for me being like a this is the closest, this is the closest I would ever come to helping myself out therapy wise. Like this, this is the closest I will ever get for real, for real. And, and it makes, I think a lot, I think most people wonder what, you know, how would I be as a, if I were getting OT, like how would I act or how, what would be, what would be the uh, things that I would have a problem with or what, 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 in what ways would I be a good you know, a good client, what ways would I not be such a good client? Like, I think a lot of people, I mean, I think people wonder about things like that. This is the closest, this is the closest I will ever get to, to, to um, seeing the answer to that question, for sure. So I think one of the, like, like she said, for, for, for this, it's, it's so weird to, uh, to see and, um, you know, the, the different ways she, um, she says for herself, she would have put things. Uh, and I would agree. I think most of our, um, most of our uh, back and forth come from like as, as, as both kind of um, be not the, the picking comes from the same place. Like the, the, you know, the, the back and forth with things. Cause we're both trying to approach the same goal where like, but we approach it the same way. That's what makes it click in so easy is that we both kind of figure out how each other works and uh, we just go, with it, which is, uh, 
and and there again, that's another skill that uh, that anybody any, anybody can pick up as long as they take the time to to figure out how that person works. Uh, it just comes a little more naturally, I guess, with the biological component um, of just naturally thinking the same way. But I think anybody that devotes the time and and and, and is uh, invested enough and and uh, can give that time will uh, will get the same result. And I know for me. Um, on my end, uh, I, you know, I've had a lot of OTs, but I think having this relationship, um, you know, and learning to do these things when I went down there has really gave me a different kind of sense of like, I can, if there's anything I want to do, I can do it. Um, which is not something I've, you know, I've, I've had a lot of OT training. I've had a lot of um, PT training, but I've never um, you know, I felt capable, but I've never, I've never, self belief, kind um, of. You know, that's yeah, and that's that's awesome. That's, I mean, from an OT's point of view, that's I guess the almost the, the ultimate goal is you want people to be able to, and I've said it a thousand times in this podcast like, we should be trying to do ourselves out of a job, we want to give our skill set to people and empower them to be able to do whatever they want to do. We shouldn't need to set up a, a therapeutic relationship where they're like, they need us kind of thing. So the fact that you are feeling like, like, hell yeah, like I can do this. I can do anything. I can do whatever I want is like on terms from an OT point of view and correct me if I'm wrong, Whitney, but that's, like when I'm working with someone, like that's the ultimate goal. That's like, that's a win right there. That's a massive win. There is always a way. It may not be the way that you want to do it or it may not be the, the most apparent way, but there's always, there's always a way. Um, there's all, and yeah, there's always a way to do it. Um, like a i'm like a sledgehammer like there's there's a, there's a way we'll figure like just not just with ot stuff it's like we'll figure out a way there's always a way um there's always there's always a way and i think that's that's kind of what ot's there for is that for a lot of the little things most people will find the way themselves but where they're kind of i guess to bring in a second brain and a little bit of creativity to troubleshoot those situations where you know you might have tried a few things and they hadn't worked but okay let's see if we can put our brains together and come up with something else and i think that's ultimately where ot fits in a lot of these things like we're not necessarily there to tell you like this is how you do it and this is what you have to do it's like sweet all right me and you let's put our brains together and let's come up with a plan and let's give you know we've got these two or three new things that we can try let's see if any of these work for you um, and I, I think that's where I, I find OT on terms of compared to other health professions, quite a creative profession. I think that's where that comes from is we need to be creative in how, uh, I guess, services are delivered. But also we're not because we're not just prescribing things. We're not just saying here, do it this way. Here, do these exercises here. Use this piece of equipment, et cetera, et cetera. We're actually trying to combine the individual's expertise in themselves with, you know, some of the knowledge that we've got and then come up with a very individual plan from that. And that kind of fits 
like you have to be kind of creative to to actually be able to do that. I agree, and um, I, I the, yeah, I think I think working together has really shown me uh, the value of occupational therapy. Like some sometimes, okay, like sometimes. Sometimes in the recesses of your heart when you're a new grad or maybe when if you're just having like a crisis, you're like, what did I even learn? You're like, what? You know, like this stuff, this stuff is so, you know, this seems so apparent, right? Like the, like, like the things that I do, like I give, you know, like I do such the basic stuff and it doesn't look like I do, like it's hard to demonstrate the, um, the, the, the knowledge or like, Oh, like you should, uh, you know, you should sit down when you do that. That'll work better. And it's like, okay, thanks, mom. You know, like, it, like, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's hard. Yeah, so, I know like, exactly. You know, sometimes you, you might have an existential crisis, and you're like, did I even learn how to do anything in school? Like, did I, you know? And then, yeah, I did. Like, um, and a lot of the stuff doesn't. It's not like, like I said, it's not that you have to know every single tiny itsy bitsy piece of how to fit every single piece to you know like it's not it's not your puzzle um but like you know I can just it's just like okay like um uh nobody you know I think for I think in Dexter's situation specifically a lot of times I what I feel like is like oh like there's you know it doesn't have to be that we change Dexter we can change the environment I think that's like a big thing <laughs> that like uh you know Maybe it's not that he has to be able to stand up to this. You just have to have like a, you'd have to need a bar here or you'd have to, you know what I mean? Like there's not, there's not just, it's not like, oh, like Dexter can't do it. That's it. Uh, not possible. You know, it's like, well, you could, you could do it this way. You could, you could change how you do it. Or you could, um, you know, if you were in an environment like this, it would make it easier this way and be more safe or, you know, just like, and it seems like, but it seems like, um, and a lot of things really are like, apparent I think like they're not hard to figure out but um it's a it's a it's the it's the the, the mindset the OT uh they train you up in a certain mindset that is missing in a lot of other professions in that way where it's like well we, there's all kinds of strands we could pull on to try to get this figured out um it's not just it's not just us pulling you know it's not just we're trying to make you better we can we can uh we can untie this not a lot of different ways right there's a lot of different things that we can we can get to unravel this, uh, this problem. Yeah, and I think a lot of the interventions that we work with people on, you're right, they do, to an outsider, they do seem quite common sense in a lot of ways, but I think how we view the world and how we get to that point and how we find that, okay, this probably is going to work really well for you know, this particular individual it's a it's a different way of viewing health. It's a different way of viewing the world, uh, which you know, and that's what the the training is for. The training is not necessarily here. Yeah, you have to be able to do this because a lot of that stuff doesn't like. It seems like you're not learning anything, but learning how to think like an OT is generally right. what what the actual course teaches you. Which right. yeah is for some people they pick that up faster than others. Some people are I, I guess. Uh, similar to, I guess, how you guys just sort of connected after not knowing each other for so long. Some people are just, I guess, aligned with that way of thinking and they just pick that up straight away, whereas some people it's a bit more of a struggle. Dexter, can I ask you something? No. Dexter, what, what is occupational therapy? 
<laughs> I think if you boil it down to me, um, <laughs> if you boil it down to me, I, I would say occupational therapy is uh, just looking at things from a different perspective. If I'm to boil it down to a brass tacks. Looking tax, at things from a different um, Like, give me a definition. Cause Someone has said, yo, your sister's an OT. What is, what is that? What is occupational therapy? This is the true test. Like I'll get um, I'll get thrown out of the profession if you don't know what like they'll kick me out. Did you know that? I'm if listening. I can't, I'm if, gonna if I never explained it to you well, like they're gonna kick me out. Did you know? I they'll take they'll they'll uh, strip my insignia and they'll send me out the door. Did you know that? So what I'm what I'm hearing right now <laughs> is I hold all the power in this situation. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um. You want like a little like a uh, what is, dictionary what definition? Or you want, what do you think like how I see therapy it? is? Um, to me, like I said, if I was to boil it down to brass tacks, it's just it's 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 somebody that's trained to look at things from a different perspective, <laughs> or or to bring fresh perspective. Because like even the things even the things that that we worked on. Um, it wasn't that I didn't know how to do some of it. It was just that I, I was just finding a better way, a more efficient way. Um, and, and like when I think occupational therapist, when you think of that word, you think job, but like, occup, you know, occupational therapy deals with life, learning how to get through life, learning different ways to function oh in life. I want to oh. cry. Dude. Don't, I'm cool. Did I, I'm cool. Don't, I'm not going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. I'm not crying. I didn't cry earlier either when you said we were so much alike. I didn't cry about that either. Didn't cry once on this podcast. Thank you. I didn't cry. <laughs> didn't, didn't happen. Denial. We'll have no that tears. Crying. If they don't lose the eyeballs, then they just stay and they don't count. <laughs> That's that. I, I've, I've heard OTs give worse definitions than that. That was awesome. Uh, I'm proud. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep that. I was gonna be like, "Well, it was your fault. <laughs> you didn't listen. You never listen." <laughs> well, luckily now she can stay in the profession. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Dexter. The people that you work with are the experts on them. They are the experts on themselves. Thank you for coming to thank you for coming to my talk about this. The people you work with are the ex you are not the expert on them. And if you and so you, especially if you're new, you can learn from each, each and every single person that you work with. Um, you should, you know, every case can be is similar, but it also is so different. Um I'd even go a step further and say that you should be learning. If you're not learning from Absolutely. every case, you're, you're not paying attention. <laughs> yes. If you don't look at, at the client that you're working with, the patient that you're working with, and look in their eyes and see yourself, see, see what you would want, how would you want to be treated, how, you know, what that you bring intrinsic value to the therapy process. Um, if you if you don't see the people you work with that way, you are doing yourself a disservice. Um, you are you are you are identifying an area in which you can grow as a clinician. 
Sympathy helps no one. Empathy helps everybody. Tell me oh. what you mean by that. Nailed. To to look at somebody and and pity them, or 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 say like I need to fix this person. That's that's your sympathy. That's I feel bad for this person. I need to fix it. Empathy is like I need to understand where this person's mind's at so I can help them connect and give give them the skills they need uh, and assist them in learning how to function. Dex, I think you might need to go and study OT. I think I think the profession needs you. It couldn't hurt. You probably do good at it. I don't know. <laughs> got all the, got all the right answers already. So. <laughs> you already it's just already. Could be an honorary OT. Yeah, that sounds fine. I'll be the mascot. The mascot. <laughs> the mascot. Oh, I don't even know what that would be. Oh, we already have a mascot. It's OT Rex. Okay, you're never gonna like. No one's as good as OT Rex. I don't even so, know what that is. Yeah. OT Rex. Is, uh, <laughs> he's the he's the Tyrannosaurus Rex with the two grabbers. Oh, that thing. No, you hate that. All right, never mind. It's not that. Rock doesn't like it. No, I just I just didn't know what it was. I have seen it now. OT Rex. I, I, I do know what it is. <laughs> Clearly, he's not satisfied, and you guys need a new mascot, and I volunteer. Right. You're, not, you're not a mascot. You're a person. He's a mascot now. He's, he's, put <laughs> his, he's put his hand up. He's volunteered. It's on. It's on. I, will, uh, I don't know what else there is to really talk about. I will say, even with the page, I will say, therapists, people, people, who, people, people. People who are able-bodied have intrinsic bias that they don't see, and you really need to you need really need to look at where yours is and try to unravel it. Um, even even with the page, even with tied together, like there are you know I have a tendency to just you know everybody has a tendency to kind of do things their own way. That may not work for somebody with a disability, you know. Like I like to um, have a big thing, and I like to write a thousand words and do it this way and for for dexter that, that i mean it's it's not his way and it takes a long time to type out and it's you know his and and for me like his way is is different it's it's usually video right dexter or it's it's something not like that and um and and when you and i am bullheaded i i am the i act like i i tend to be headstrong about things i don't know if that surprises any of you or not so my tendency to be like that, um, and if you tend to be like that, you'll run over the people that you know with disabilities. You won't you won't find solutions for them unless you consider them, and and you may have to work very hard to help them to find their own voice. They're like I don't I think a lot of folks with a lifelong disability, especially, have trouble um, feeling like they are able to speak, feeling like they are able to um, to to. Uh, give input in a way that's valuable. Um, and so you really need to work hard to cultivate that and, and really recognize that, that that is a, that is a, um, a role that you have as, as a, as an expert to make sure that you are trying to make space for, for their opinion. And just with, I guess with anybody, just in general, you just need to be like that. Um, that's what I think. Awesome, awesome, and I, I couldn't agree more. I've spoken about a fair bit on the the podcast. Is 
in order to do that. Like you, you need to be self-aware. So you need to be self-aware about what you're bringing to the table, whether it's you know a bias or like biases happen. You can't avoid them. It's a factor of life. But being aware of them, uh, you can minimize the impact that they're going to have on a situation. So you can't get rid of them, but you can, I guess, to a degree, work around them. Uh, so yeah, self-awareness is, is is a massive part of that. So, where can people find you guys? Uh, whatever accounts you want, whatever websites you want, where can people track you guys down on online? Obviously, not like at home. We are mostly just on Instagram. Um, we have our handle at tied together with two underscores in the middle. Um, and then I have my I have my account, OT and, uh, because it's OT and whatever I want, whatever I want to talk about is really the, the theme of that. Uh, and it's usually a TED. It's the usually a series of rants. Um, they sound nicer when they're typed out. They don't sound as uh, shouty. But um, <laughs> but you know I have that there. Um, talk a lot about rural practice, talk about community responsibility, um, all kinds of, I don't know. That's what I mean to talk about. I don't think that's usually actually what is on there, but I think that's where we find us. Um, yeah, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you on Instagram. Yeah. We'll do Definitely a website someday. We're kind of working on a website, aren't we, Dexter? Yeah, I am. Um... We, we, we've got a, phrase and a, and a couple of different things with the website. I'm just trying to think about how I want to present some things, but we're still working on it. It's still under wraps. But... Mm-hmm. And, and things are very early uh, for the Instagram page. And so I think we would like more input. We'd like more. Uh, we'd like to hear from people in order to understand what, what value we can bring, I guess. And so we'd yeah. love to hear from you. Love to hear yeah, from you. So... Definitely go and follow. Like I said, that's that's partly where I came across these guys' story and uh, got completely entrenched in it and obviously had to have you guys on to, to have a chat about it. Definitely pop along, follow that account. If When you guys do get a website up and running, I'm sure people will be notified of it through the, the Instagram account, etc. Probably. We'll tell. That would stand a reason. <laughs> it would make sense, yes. <laughs> Um, so yeah, other than that, thank you so much guys for, for coming along. And I know we took a little while to, to get everything up and running and finding an appropriate time, et cetera. But, um, yeah, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed hearing your experiences and, uh, listening to your banter over the, the organizational period as well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, thank you for having us. This is a really, this has been great. Um, like I said, it's a little bit weird that that uh, people would ask us to be on a podcast or something or would be interested in hearing from us, but delightful. And I mean, I think heaven knows we'll talk. I think we're, ta- you know, so that's been good. Um, but yeah, we really appreciate the opportunity to be here. Thank you. Did you really, you really think it's cool? Like, like, is yeah. this real? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You think you think I've gone to all this effort just to no. like? You think I'm punking you or something? No, that's not. What? No, no, no. I don't think that, Mister Cook. I don't. 
It's like the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me, but it's weird to think that other people like interested in it. Does that make sense? Like interested in your I life? Think I think on terms of weird things, it's probably up to with one of the weirdest things that would happen to anyone. I think that's why it's so interesting because it's not something that I've ever heard of happening to anyone. What? What bit? The, ho the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs>